not want to go away. I'm, Why do you have colds for so long? Because this one just sticks around. That's not good. Tell it to go away. Tried. The go Tried away cold. It's, Get out of it's here. weird. It's like it's fine. You know, it'll go go away for most of the day. And then like when late afternoon, I start getting a sore throat again. It's just like, oh my gosh. Here we go again. Mike, did you watch Maybe any I'm of dying. Who knows? You we're all dying, technically. Maybe. Mike, did you watch any of this uh, Diablo 4 stuff or Overwatch 2? Um, did I watch any of it? Yeah. Um, I didn't see anything to watch. Just I read your notes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Was there stuff to watch? Did I miss there, it? Mike. Yeah. Okay, but... so, uh, yeah. Don't. 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 Okay. <laughs> I don't like it. Here we go. It's time to jump in here. Five, four, do one calorie. Hey, speaking of one calorie, um, you finished those bumpers yet? Episode 9 of the Shut Up and Respawn podcast is coming at you like Kevin Durant throwing a basketball at Kevin Johnson. I think that's how that... Kevin Johnson? Who's Kevin Johnson? Kevin Durant's playing right now. Is Kevin Johnson still playing? I don't know. Kevin Johnson is a made-up name. I don't know. Hmm. Magic Johnson? (laughs) Magic Johnson is a person. He is a person. He's a person. (laughs) Anyway, I just thought of a really bad joke that I'm not going to share. Okay, hey, Ooh, Mike and Devin, it is something about a Magic Johnson, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I got the hiccups. <laughs> Freaking guy! This is the show, okay? This is a, don't say things like that, Devin. Phrasing, okay? This is the show where we come in and talk about whatever we want, so we don't have to talk about things that we already talked. Dang it! I got the hiccups. It's going to play me. Mind, hiccups. Man. Mike, take over. It's gonna bug, gonna bug everybody. So what we do here is we go through the two weeks that we have in between our shows, and we play games, we watch movies, we do Halloween costumes, we do all kinds of stuff that is important to us and helps us kind of get through our weeks because work is awesome and we all appreciate our jobs. Um, but re- but sometimes it's good to just kind of do something else and do something fun. So this is where we get a chance to talk about all that. We have some shared interests. We have some things that we like to do on our own. Um, Steve kind of gets into modeling and painting and miniatures and things like that. He likes to create things. He's got a kind of a creative bug, hence the Shut Up and Respawn Network and all the things that we made there. Devin is a gamer at heart and plays and plays and has all the skills to kick all the butts that that tend to challenge him. Devin, Kick speaking of butts. which, you're gonna have to, yeah, you're gonna have to give us an update on on your last uh, butt kicking oh, that, yeah. that you did with your buddies. Yes, yes, yes. I have and about. Mike's, I'm not done video. talking about me. You watch it. And sorry, are you going to introduce yourself? Go ahead. You can't introduce I am yourself. Introduce myself. You can't do that. I can. I'm the only one who can Mike do it. Does just stuff. Though. He works and hangs out with his family. Takes care of his kids. He's really good. He's a good person. Doesn't play a lot of video games, and uh, he doesn't well, know how to text. Still like 
<laughs> he doesn't know how to use Discord. <laughs> Still waiting on those bumpers. He can drive, you know, just it's, you know, you, you worry you're going to die sometimes when you're riding with him, but it's okay. Oh, hey, it's Devin, true. how big's your head? I got a really big head. What is that? Size eight hat. That is rude. That's what size hat I wear. Well, he's making eight. fun of my driving. I'll have so you go after his safest. head? Those things that's are not equivalent. You know what's what I will tell you something no, funny, right? His so head's as big as my van, if that helps. My five year old <laughs> I put my I put one of the work hats on my five year old and one of the guys at work, he has to do snapbacks all the way to where it's like the last the Last two, so he's got a really small head. My five-year-old has the same size head as one of the guys. Oh my gosh! Works your five-year-old awesome. is going to be a genius. It's like brainiac, like you know. Just I feel bad for your wife, man. Sheesh! Yeah, let's not go there, Mike. Don't bring that into it. <laughs> you didn't have to go there, Devin. Tell us about your challenge. You got challenged to play yeah. some Call of Duty. How'd it go? So my buddies at work were, you know, for a long time we talked about. Call of Duty, we did pretty good. It was, it was a lot of fun. They actually, so we still technically have not done our 2v2, but we have played quite a bit. Um, and I have about three hours of footage that I'm actually going through. And I have to censor a lot because they swear a lot. <laughs> they die a lot, I'm <laughs> guessing. a lot better in the last two recording sessions that we've done. Um, we're having a lot of fun. One of the things that I wanted to talk about with Call of Duty, man, I don't know if we can get into that now or when... No, we can jump to it. We can do whatever we want. This is the do whatever we want show. We can do whatever we want. But so, I mean, I'm working on that video. I'm editing it, and eventually we'll put it out on our YouTube so you guys can watch it. It's a lot of fun. Um, So one of the things for me, like, I I really enjoy playing video games, like Mike mentioned. And one of the – my favorite video games is Halo Combat Evolved. And the reason why I enjoyed that game so much was because of the LAN parties. When you get together with, you know, uh, 10, 12 of your friends all in the same place – Got a bunch of Xboxes hooked up together, and you are just talking trash to your friends, and you're you're playing with each other and just having a good time. And ever since like Xbox Live came out and those kind of things, that feeling went away basically. It's like, oh yeah, we're in a lobby, but it's just not not the same, you know. And it hasn't been the same for a long time. But playing Call of Duty with you know these new guys from work and some of my other friends, and we're doing lobbies of custom games of five v five just having a blast playing it just brought back that same feeling of being you know even though we're not in the same room uh, but we're there all talking trash to each other we're all you know congratulating each other on good kills or whatever and talking trash when you get smoked and different things and it's just having a lot of fun playing playing that game and it's really you know good experience for me and I, I didn't think I would ever be able to have that same feeling of being you know all in the same room just talking trash to your friends and just having a great time. But playing Call of Duty has brought that back for me. So uh, I've been having a blast. And hopefully whenever I can get that video out, you know, uh, you guys will be able to enjoy that and laugh at all the stuff that we, we say to each other. And, and uh, I'm yeah, trying to censor most of it. But. I'm, I'm really surprised <laughs> at that because you're right. Like that feeling of land party right there being able to punch that person next to you, that – I'm surprised that you got it from even though you were still online. So what 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 do you think it was? Like what was the big difference? Because I mean you played a ton of Halo games with, you know, the same group of yeah. people for a really long time. Like what was it this I time? Think the, the thing is is that 
uh, playing Halo and, and other groups of people, you know, the other, I, I think it was just really the group of people because they weren't sensitive, you know, um, some people don't like it when you talk trash and they get upset, you know, and, and I can get the same way with different people when they talk trash. We can, certain friends that you have, like say Steven or Mike, they can get under my skin and I can get under their skin. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, you know, we get upset and then we stop talking to each other, right? Because we get mad. <laughs> but then there's that's groups the game. Of, yeah, I mean that's that's the game for us is to try and piss each other off, and that's the game that we play. <laughs> you know, it's like, yes, I won today. <laughs> but, I got under his skin; it messed up his game, and I was able to snipe him across the yeah. map. Like, that's... Um, but I think it's just playing with the that group because it was, you know, they're all about talking trash, no matter who's playing. But it's not in a mean spirited way, and I'm not saying what we do when we're trying to get under each other's skin is mean spirited, but it's just a different feeling of. You know, we're all there. We're all just having a blast, you know, and they got the kill cam replays and all this stuff. And and you're all talking trash no matter what. And because one of the things was it was like auto assign your team. So it changed our teams uh, every game. And so plus we were doing they have the gunfight mode, which is built for 2v2. But we're playing 5v5 on these tiny maps. So it's super chaotic and just really fast matches. And it's it's just a lot of fun. And, and everybody's talking trash to each other. And. I don't know. It's really cool. And then plus we're also getting together later this month um, to do, cause you can also do a land party with call of duty. You can connect together kind of with the same um, when you connect to their IP address Yeah. when you're hosting private games. So um, we're going to do that. So I'm looking forward to that, but I think it was just really the, also the, the two the guys from work are, you know, like 22 years old. So they have a ton of energy and they like to talk trash. Um, but their trash talking isn't very good at the same time. <laughs> Did they yell uh, things like yeet and like 360 no scope? They're like, yeah, boy. <laughs> you know? Nice. Or come get some. You know, it's just, it's just funny random things. But I, I thought it was strange, too, that I actually got that feeling, just kind of like what you said, Stephen. But it was just the, the level of energy, and then everybody was feeding off of off of that same energy. Maybe, just maybe they just made you that. feel young again. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, it could be. They're like, man, pretty old. I wish I could be man, 22 again. Sure. I mean, they're like half our age, so that has something to do with it, I guess. <laughs> We're not that old. I mean, you that's your mouth. I, because, I mean, that's an interesting <laughs> thing because, like, you know, every every game developer, they're, they're like chasing that feeling of couch co-op, right? Because it's different yeah. than just playing online. It's like, okay, we want to add um, couch co-op into the next Halo game because that was a big deal, right? Split screen. Couch co-op. People got super upset. Right. They want to bring Battletoads has has couch co-op. I think Diablo 4, they even talked about split screen Mm -hmm. couch uh, co-op or whatever. Only on consoles, though. Yeah. On a more powerful PC, you can't do that. Well, I don't think anyone wants to do it on PC. They're like, I'll just have my PC. Mm -hmm. You have yours. So I think it's interesting that people are trying to chase that. I'm glad that you found that because that's something like when, when you're growing up and you're playing Smash Brothers and you have like four brothers in the house... To play Smash Brothers against, that's way different than just like queuing it up online and trying to play someone online that you don't know. Yeah. Like it's completely yeah. different, right? So that, yeah. that's an interesting. It was crazy. I mean, we played, uh, what was that, Tuesday night? Whatever night you wanted to play some more Divinity Original Sin, they'd already like texted me during the day. Was that Tuesday? Yeah, that was Tuesday. Yeah. So they're like, oh, we want to play. And so it's like, right. But I mean, we, we played for two and a half, almost three hours in a lobby just playing the same game type over and over and over again. But because it was all swapping out and 
you can play with all the different people. And then, you know, it was like, oh, I'm going to get back at this person because they kept killing me all the time. And I don't know, it was just a lot of fun. And we all had a great time. And I don't know, it was good. Cool. I'm glad you had a lot of fun because if you're not having fun, then what's the point, right? And what's the point? That's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. So I wanted to talk about something that I had an interesting experience. So The Outer Worlds is an RPG from Obsidian that came out through Xbox Game Pass or whatever. Um, Xbox, Microsoft just bought them, so it's a first-party studio. Um, and everyone, like, is loving this game. It's an RPG, like, tons of stuff to do. And I was like, hey, I'll pick this up. It's free. Get into it. Really excited. And the game didn't catch me at all. Like, I fell off of it pretty quick. I'm like, this... I'm not having fun. I don't know what it is because like everyone online is like praising this game. Like, Hey, this is what an RPG should be. It's a ton of fun. It's not super long. It's only like 20 hours, but I just, for some reason it didn't grab me. And I don't know if something's wrong with me that I'm like, I should be loving this game because everyone's (laughs) loving this game, but I don't love this game right now. I mean, maybe I will later, like come back around to it and give it a go and try it out. But right now I'm just like, um, I'm glad everyone else is having fun, but it's just something that didn't grab me. So maybe, maybe there's something wrong with me. I'm not sure, but there probably is. I am like, I think I've put like four hours into it so far. I play it, you know, so right now we do a lot of things that we play games early in the morning and then we play games in the afternoon and there's a lot of games that I want to play. So I'm kind of back to where I was a couple years ago where I have to basically schedule my game time, <laughs> which yeah. kind of sucks. Um, but at the same time, it's fun because I want to play a lot of games. There's a lot of games I want to play. And so um, the Outer Worlds kind of gets my, okay, I have 30 to 40 minutes uh, to burn here. And um, so I play it, and I'm for me, I'm just playing it as I don't really care what happens. I'm just, I mean, I'm not really, like, out there to go kill everybody or anything like that. But you I could if you wanted to. You could if you wanted to, yes. But it, I've only killed the people that have attacked me. Um, and I'm just kind of exploring things. I am stealing everything that I possibly can, uh, which nice. is kind of fun. I've been caught twice, and those people I did kill. Um, but, but well, no, technically I killed one and I bribed the other because when I tried to bribe the second one, they wouldn't take it. So I, they, as they were running off, I shot them. Um, nice. <laughs> I don't know how they saw me when they weren't even there. Like, you know, because the box was outside their little house. I looked around, nobody there. And I go to open it, and they're like, hey, what are you doing? Like, what the Maybe they had it trapped. <laughs> they have a camera so, on that box. Uh, it could yeah. be. So I think, you know, for me, it's it's not super like, hey, well, I want to play this game. It's cool. I think it's fun, you know, little things to do. But it's not like I'm kind of the same where it's not like, oh, I have to play this, you know, to, to, to go do this. Everybody's having a great time. And, that, and it's good. It's been, it was super successful more than because it was published by 2K and Private Division because uh, that deal was done before Microsoft purchased Obsidian. Right. Um, but it's done super well. And, you know, the console fanboys and the console warriors are like, oh, it sold the best on PlayStation 4. And it's like, well, yeah, dummy, because it's on Game Pass for free. So why would you buy it, you get it for free? Um, but, you know, so I, I think they're they're good. They, they want, you know, they make good games and it was a good purchase for Microsoft. Because uh, that's what they need, you know. Obviously, is more, more games, and it's good for us as gamers when there's lots of good games to play. Um, I mean, it, and it's definitely going to get a sequel. Like, there's no yeah, for sure. It's going to have a bigger budget. I mean, like if you like the team size uh, when they showed the team picture it was like twelve people. Twelve people, which I thought was crazy. That's yeah, like impossible. They showed the picture of the team, and it was like a, I'm like, are you, this is the whole team. 
I counted the people. I'm like, okay, there's 12 people in this image. This can't be their whole team. But, I mean, they're like, this is the team. And I'm like, what the crap? So, I mean, I'm sure I'm wrong. I'm sure I'm seeing something incorrect. But I thought it was kind of crazy. Oh, so they, they were a small studio before Microsoft purchased them. And then they're like, okay, now we can hire lots of people. So. <laughs> Let's see how many people, because right here, this thing from 2003 says there's 50 people, because it, it is a small team, because I think I read somewhere that there was only like 24 people or something on it, but I don't even know where you would go to find this, to obsidian. To find that information. Yeah. Anyway, we can find it later, but but it is a super small team, so what they did is very, very impressive, so I'm I'm... Like, it's good that more games are being made, and they're actually good, because you know what? Like... For a while, for a long time there, it's like, all right, I'm gonna buy this AAA game. What bugs am I gonna run into? And to have something mm-hmm. like the Outer Worlds come out and to not have very many bugs at all is pretty impressive. So, good on them. Cool. So I actually had a couple interesting things um, that I wanted to talk about that I think are interesting. BlizzCon came and went. Um, the whole apology to China that that thing all went down. So whatever your views are on that, if if you wanted to know more of our views, I guess you can. Talk to us somewhere on the Discord about those. I don't think we really need to touch it, touch on there, um, except that hey, democracy for all is a good thing. So hopefully Hong yes, Kong it. can liberate itself from China because that's man, I couldn't imagine. I mean, to, like, the people over there, they're not, they're not going to go down right without a fight. So right. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, it's just it's it's hard for me to even comprehend like being in that situation where you're like actually having to fight for your freedom, right? So. I hope it's I hope. That's hard for you to comprehend. You're not you're not doing no. that right now. Like Are I'm, you... I'm not fighting for my freedom right now. I'm just like I was born here. I grew up, and it's like, hey, I can say whatever I want on the internet, you know, without oh, can fear you? of reprisal. Can you, I, I'm pretty sure I can. <laughs> like, have I mean, to the internet? yeah, I don't know if you do you read the internet, Mike. Have you been on Twitter? Like, you can say whatever yeah, you want. People can say what people can say whatever they, they want without without anything going on. Yeah, anyway, so, man, so all that stuff and all that that happened over there. So I want to talk about things that are not important video games. So first of all, Overwatch 2. I I have issues with Overwatch 2, and I'll tell you why. Overwatch, like, Blizzard has a great cinematics team that can create beautiful cinematics that are like, oh, man, like, pull on your heartstrings, get you all emotional, like, make you tear up when Winston's gonna, he's got his picture of his friends, and he's gonna jump out of the thing for whatever reason, we don't know, and Tracer's got a picture of her girlfriend, and May's got the thing, and they go and fight, and you're like, oh, man, I love you guys so much, and then you stop, and you realize, like, there's, like, this is stupid, like, this trailer, like, you just jumped into the middle of this war zone, for what, we don't know why, and there's a giant robot, and you're not running, but there's a kid in the street, like, it's like pulling on your heartstrings to kind of hide like what's really happening in a short. I don't know if that makes sense at at all, but it just seems no, very it like it. Like if you if you watched it, you're like, okay, cool things happen and it's flashy, but it's like if a if like a twelfth grade film student was like, hey, this is kind of what I'll do. They'll They'll run up the the side of the arm of the giant robot and they'll cut its fingers off and it'll look really cool. But like, uh, <laughs> other than that, there's like nothing else going on. It's like, there's a billion robots in the street. Just so happens that one car protects all the heroes from being shot. And while they're having this heart, you know, felt moment, like none of these robots are shooting at you. 
it's just it's it's really it's really weird like i understand like overwatch is family friendly appeal to the masses appeal to all the kids but when you look at the trailers you're like this is pretty shallow stuff like yeah it's going to talk about over substance yeah it's exactly what it is like it's like okay there's nothing really like none of your characters are ever in danger Genji just bought a Quicksilver hoodie that he wears around now, and he cuts, uh, you know, robots in half. But other than that, it's like that's that's all those trailers are built for is to show off characters, and there's nothing else. Like I thought, story was going to be like the big push for Overwatch Two with all the PVE, com- you know, content. But the trailer is just so shallow that there's yeah. like you don't even, you're not even going to get your ankles wet. That's how shallow the trailer so, is. I think hmm. for you, there's I mean, there's two sides to that. Because there's people that I talked to that absolutely love the trailer and are super excited for Overwatch 2. But those are also the people that are already, I mean, some of my friends that are already into Overwatch, they thought the trailer was amazing and they were super excited and made them really excited for Overwatch 2. Uh, for me, I'm, I mean, I don't like um, hero-based shooters because I, I just don't like that. <laughs> oh, nice. That's good rationale. Uh, I just don't like that, you, you know, Picking one, I want it to be an equal playing field when you jump into a PvP match. Whereas, you know, you have different abilities and different things, and it's frustrating. Right, I mean, and and you never liked Overwatch anyway. Like, from the beginning, you didn't like Overwatch. Yeah, I didn't like it. I would play it with my friends that that would like to play it, because, you know, sometimes when you want to play games with your friends, that's you just kind of have to be like, well, they want to play this again, okay. And then they do the same in return. Sometimes, you know, let's play this game. Okay, we'll check it out. I don't really like this game, but I'll check it out and play it with you. And so, I mean, I I enjoy playing it sometimes, but that's mostly just because I'm playing games with my friends. And so um, I think there's definitely, there's a lot of people out there that really loved it and are excited for Overwatch 2. And and I'm not saying it like the trailer was not well done because it was like it. It like pulled on my emotions because it, you know, it's got the crescendoing music. All oh, your heroes are, you know, what's going to happen to the heroes? Could they all die? But no, someone comes in and saves them at the last minute, and then they all hug and they they like ask, "Oh, is Overwatch back?" And Winston's like, "Yeah, we are." And I'm like, "What do you mean they're back? We've been playing like with these characters for the last four years. What do you mean they're back?" So like the the trailer itself is done well, but when you look past the like, oh, look at these cool characters and look at the fun interactions. It's like, okay, there's nothing here still. There's still no story. And I think that's the part that I'm like, there's there's still nothing here story-wise. You're in a street, there's a big robot that's bigger than, you know, a you know, it's a massive giant robot and it's like, "Oh, you just took it down." Like, okay, no one's ever going to die in this, you know. It's just there's no stakes and it's just very very shallow. I mean, it was well done. Like hands off to like the cinematic team at Blizzard. Like they should just make hands off. Hands off. Why take are you taking your, your hands off. Take your hands off because if you're a robot, you can take your hands <laughs> take off. Hands or if you're, you know, so like they do an amazing job, and they should just finally start making an animated TV series, right? Yeah. Do that. I mean, that's, that's sure, all that, that did, you know, that trailer was like, oh, they should make this into movies and TV shows, right? But have a story yeah. there it didn't first. Make me want to play the game. Yeah, I mean, you could put story in there. They can do amazing things. It didn't want me to make me want to play the game, but I was like, oh, cool. You know, that looks. There's, there could be some stuff there, <laughs> right? But, but then, but then on the other hand, you know, BlizzCon comes and they show Diablo Four. Their cinematic trailer was like a short film that you know what <laughs> it it had a story, and it was like foreboding, 
and it had like a beginning, a middle, and an end, and it was like done super well. The writing was awesome, like the voice acting was was done really well, and it was just like okay, there is actually story here. Something happened. Like there's it's no a nine minute video. It's it's a nine minute video, and it's like one of the creepiest things. Like it's like okay, if you haven't watched it, stop now and watch it, and then uh, come back, and then come back. <laughs> yeah, and like. And maybe it is just me because I actually like the Diablo franchise, so maybe I'm coming in with like major biases. But I mean, this was like this was an amazing was- cinematic that made you feel like, oh dang, like this is the Diablo we're going for now. Like that lady yeah. just came out of a you know super dark. <laughs> yeah. So so I'm super excited for Diablo Four. I thought. I thought Diablo 3 was a fantastic game when I jumped in because I jumped in Diablo 3 because I was still playing on console. So when it came out on console, we had the um, Ultimate Evil Edition. That's when Reaper of Souls was yeah. bundled with it. So we got in then. So we didn't get, we didn't mess with the uh, real money auction house. We didn't mess with the terrible legendary drop rate. So when we got in, Diablo 3 was at like its best point. It had loot 2.0. <laughs> And it was just a really, really fun game. Um, I played Diablo 1. I played Diablo 2 on computers. I don't think I ever finished Diablo 2. But, like, if you read the internet and see, like, where the excitement is on Diablo 4, like, there's a lot of excitement. A lot of people are super excited for it. But then there's a lot of people that I don't know if they're, like, D2 purists. Where it's like, no, the itemization has to be like this. And there's a lot of people posting about how, you know, how much better D1 and D2 was compared to what they've seen in D4 already. So it's kind of interesting to me because all the devs on D4 have said, hey, give us your feedback. None of this is set in stone because I don't think we're getting Diablo 4 until 2022. Yeah, it's either like late 2021 or 2022. It's, It's a long time out there, which is frustrating because... I mean, when they're showing off builds, it's super stable, and you can play like everybody was playing at BlizzCon all the time and streaming it. And I'm just like, oh, I want to play. <laughs> I mean, and, and it looks amazing, like graphics wise, like um, it's a whole new engine, you know, everything. And yeah, because you like in D3, like you could zoom in a little bit and you could see that there was some. I mean, the graphics were they were not very pretty. I mean, D3 came out what almost is it? How long ago has it been? It eight years since I mean, it's, it looked pretty good on PC. You should play it on PC. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I could, but but I've also put like a thousand hours on to the to the Xbox version. So it came out in 2012. So yeah, it's almost been seven years since Diablo three came out. That's a really long time. So it so it's interesting to me because I don't have a lot of stock in D2's itemization and how those items are built. But you know, yeah. hopefully, those people that are really passionate about Diablo. Like, hey, let's all help shape this game into something that we want it to be. Because I think one of the main criticisms of the game that we've seen so far, and this is a criticism of Diablo 3 also, is that a lot of times, you know, when you're looking at item stats, if you see three green arrows, you just equip it automatically. Yeah. And in that Diablo means it's better. Yeah. And in Diablo 2, there's a little bit more nuance that, you know, they had... Um, you know, there's other abilities that you would have to take into account, whether it's a cooldown on this item or whether, you know, you had a bunch of different affixes that you were going for. It wasn't just so cut and dry that, hey, the arrows go up, I equip, you know. You had to make more decisions. And I think that's what people ultimately want in these games 
is being able to make a decision. And I think that's ultimately what we've talked about talked about a bunch in um, Anthem, is that we yeah. want to be able to make decisions that actually mean something with our weapons. And currently, it you know, if it's green, you equip it. But right now, it's like, it doesn't really matter. You look at the um, inscriptions and you go from there. I still think it, I mean, in Diablo 3, you still have that where it's like, oh, well, it has green, but it's not better for my build, right? So, um, because right now, Diablo 3 is all about each season. And, I mean, they're already talked a lot of the stuff that they said is really good. They're having seasons, everything else, you know, all the stuff that they're putting in there. They're seeing, they know what has worked, what people want to do, and they're going to put all of that in right from the beginning, right? And so... They're doing the opposite kind of, of of what Anthem did where they're like, well, all this stuff worked, but we're not going to put any of that in, um, <laughs> so, which was, was crazy when you think about it. But the things that they're saying are, are really good. I mean, you can change things. Right now, pushing you know, greater rifts and all that stuff in Diablo 3, it's all about which build is good, which, what did they nerf, what did they buff you know, type of things. Because in Diablo 3, they, they nerf a lot of stuff. Um, whereas in Diablo 4, like listening to the devs talk, they're making everything more balanced so they don't have to nerf stuff. I mean, they don't want to have to nerf uh, weapons and gear pieces. So, yeah, um, but I it mean, is, I mean, like they said, it's a long ways away, so. right? So, there a lot <laughs> can change. So, one of the cool things that they talked about, and they, they talked about a ton, like they talked like. Like most of the game, you could be like, hey, just ship that and we'll play it, right? So it's going to be classic, isometric. It's an RPG. They say it's a non-linear campaign and there's five contiguous regions. I had to learn what the word, you know, the word contiguous meant this week um, because they kept throwing that around. But um, there's a hundred dungeons and there's a ton of legendaries. And they talked about dungeons being above the ground and being below the ground. But those dungeons are going to be randomly generated. Um, but the world is huge. They have mounts. I'm guessing that you're going to be able to buy different type of mounts. You know, that's going to be microtransactions, how they get more money. Yeah. And they have cosmetic stuff for that. I think they already talked about, uh, it was in Riker's video or somebody else that does like Diablo is like their thing. You know, that's what they do content on. Um, because you have dismount, uh, actions and stuff like that. So you have different cosmetics hundred percent. That's, it's going to be all about buying cosmetics to, change the way you look and i did think it was funny because every time they wouldn't announce some of these things people would clap or whatever and then when they announced that it was coming to pc xbox and ps4 they kind of paused for claps no one clapped i was like oh you guys didn't get the clap that you wanted um well and see that's the thing that like trips everybody out because they're like why would you say it's coming out for the playstation 4 and xbox one but then say it's not even coming blizzard soon so that's like why are you going to put it on the ps4 and the xbox one if you're not coming out till 2022 when you could just like, yeah, but I wonder if that's just like th- I'm. I'm guessing that they're just saying, "Hey, this is what we have now," but it's definitely not going to come out on those because you're right; it's going to be on the next gen, whatever that's going to be. You, so. There's no point if you're coming out late 2021 or early 2022. I mean, obviously, there's there'll be a huge install base, but at the same time, it the console will be extremely limiting on what they can do. So, I mean, I guess I guess it could be. You know, maybe they know something that we don't. But if the way that console generations are going maybe it's just hey you buy this disc if you have it on x playstation 4 or playstation 5 they're going to be backwards compatible so it doesn't matter like where you buy it i i I can't imagine that would be the case because then how many sales do you lose out um on that but that was me just spitballing a dumb idea then shooting it down 
So yeah, it would be it's really <laughs> interesting that they said that. So and so things that we know so far, we can run through this real quick. Um, classes they were showing off the barbarian, sorcerers, and druid. Um, those are the three that are announced, but there's going to be two more to come. I think people have been speculating that the paladin and the monk are going to be the other classes that are going to be released. Um, yeah. So that'll be interesting. Diablo, there was only four classes in Diablo 1. There was the warrior, rogue, sorcerer, and monk. So it'll be interesting. The barbarian has something that's really cool. The barbarian has the ability to equip four different weapons instead of the normal two that all the other games have had. Yeah. And you can have four legendaries in those slots. Um, so pretty cool things there. The druid, you're able to shapeshift on the fly between three different forms. Sorceress, you just get to throw lightning and stuff around. was really good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even I was like, oh, I want to play as a sorceress or, the, or a wizard, whatever you want to call Because you can change between a, a male and female. Right. And um, so I was like, oh, because that's normally not my class, right? That's, that's like Steven's class. Yeah, that's the type of character he plays, and even to this day, like I've tr- I've tried to play a wizard in D three, but it's just just doesn't work for me. It's just you know? not your jam. But yeah, but watching them play is like, oh, I, maybe I could play. I this. could probably do this. I could <clears throat> until you pick it up and you're like, I can't do this. Yeah, I think but... I'm just maturing more in my RPG ways because of Steven. Um, he is forcing my hand. So it's true. You gotta you gotta adapt. Forcing you can't just evolve. You can't just punch everything in the face. That's just not how I it want works. you just punch everything. Yeah. Shoot that gnome in the face. Yeah. <laughs> so I think one of the cool things and and this is so it, it is cool, but it also makes me nervous that they're bringing in like this live living world where you'll see other players in it and there are PVP zones because there are giant world bosses that you will need yeah. other players to take down. So I, I I actually don't know how I feel about this yet, that we're going the yeah. same route of, like, live service. Here's a world event. Hopefully there's a bunch of people yeah. around. You know, because if there's not a bunch of people around, I'm going to sneeze. Then you're going to be there on your own, trying to do it on your own. I mean, and when they tell you you're not going to be able to beat the boss by yourself, of course people are going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to show you. Well, challenge right. accepted. You know, and that's the dumbest thing that, hey, you we all do it. Need people. We all do it, but but it's funny that that developers will still say that, knowing that like we're gonna do it and we're gonna solo it, and uh, it's just it's just frustrating. I mean, what what are your like, guys... again? They're just telling us how to play, right? What are your guys' thoughts though? Like, I mean, Diablo didn't need to bring in like all these people to be on a server to bring down a boss. I mean, I was always fine playing Diablo by myself. Like, this is a solo game. You can grind it casually, and you don't have to worry about anyone else. But now if there's a world event, it's like, all right, do are you going to have to cooperate, or can you just show up and, all right, I showed up, well, I, think, I tagged the mob, and now I get the credit for it. I think, well, I, mean, I think I that's really just... a lot by myself. Go ahead, Mike. I was just gonna say I think that's just that's just Blizzard keeping up with with the Joneses and 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 that's what it is now and so they're just you know trying to buy in not buy in but to put their hand in that market for the people who want to do those co op type things and I mean it's 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 strictly I, I don't want to say strictly but but it's it's a money making opportunity and so they cater to everybody and that's kind of where people are right now with with the live service type stuff you know so I'm kind of surprised that they haven't done a battle royale 
Diablo 4 mode yet. So. Well, I mean, there's still lots of years until it comes out, so that could very well be something. <laughs> I guess it's also an opportunity for you to see, like, oh, man, where did they get that cool armor? That's really cool armor. It's like, hey, I bought this like set. A, I mean, Like, it's yeah. just a dynamic showroom of, of kind of, you know, what you need to have and what is available. Yeah. Well, so the whole thing is they have their, well, I can't think of the name of the system currently, where, but the way you look doesn't, doesn't matter it's the their uh, transmog system yeah it's trans- the numbers yeah because you can make any piece of gear look like anything as long as you've unlocked that transmog so that's where cosmetics are going to come into play buying you know the microtransactions for those cosmetics it's like you can put this in your transmog system and you can make whatever your whole gear that you have this whole setup you know but it is cool it's like oh check out this person and then oh they're doing a ton of damage or whatever Let's see what they're rolling. What what kind of gear pieces are they using? What what are they doing? And um, for me, I didn't really play a lot solo. I mean, I do sometimes while I was waiting for people to get on, or when I was leveling up for a season. Um, right now, they did say the the max level is forty. You know, so we don't know if you're going to reset and start a new seasonal character. I'm guessing that they that they will once the seasons start coming out. Whenever you know that happens, a couple of years from now, um, but. I think, you know, playing with all those people there, I don't know if it's going to be a big deal or not. Because most of the time when I played, I was always jumping in with a group of people, you know. So yeah. there's usually at least three of us um, playing. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's going to be something that we have to kind of experience. And, and hopefully they do betas, you know, that we, people can test and play, you know, hopefully next year, sooner rather than later, because... I want to play it. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nice. it, the, the the new engine that they're using looks gorgeous. So, I mean, it's it's pretty awesome looking. I'm excited for it. I'm just going to, we're just going to have to be patient because it's not going to be here for a really, really, really long time. So, that's Diablo 4. Devin's really good at patience. Oh, yeah, he's great at patience. All right, Mike, why don't you uh, hit us up with something that you've done this week? Before you do that, well, go ahead and hit us up. I'm going to be right back. I got to go check on something. Okay. Go check on something. Um, so for my part of, of this, I've kind of haven't played too many video games this week. I've definitely, I have not definitely, but I have been more into watching stuff with my kiddos and trying out some different shows and things. That's kind of where I am right now in my entertainment um, um, spectrum. And so I have done a few things. I've tested out a few, not tested, but I've watched a few things. Um, so my kiddos and I watched the Lego movie too. Have you guys seen this one? Um, I think so. My kids have, I don't think I've watched it all the way, but I've watched part of it with them. Yeah. Um, so I, and Steve's not back yet, obviously, but I didn't think it was as good as the first. No, um, it, it didn't look as good. Yeah. It made, it made too many jokes about itself. And I think that that really, that really turned me off on the movie. I mean, it was still fun creatively. It was cool. I like the Lego movies. Um, I think the problem was is that the first one, the reveal at the end of what exactly the movie was, I don't yeah. know if it set it up well for sequels. Um, because we know that you're living in in Finn's mind, so I don't know if it works. Um, I'm not sure if that if that works for sequels because then you know that you're just in a in an eight year old's brain, and and so I don't know how. Um, good the movie could be knowing that so yeah i think it's difficult i mean they obviously i don't know like you said if they thought about sequels when they put that ending in there 
Yeah. Um, on one hand, I think, oh, okay, you can make different sequels, or you can you can make sequels because it's like, oh, well, it's just another kid and his, and his imagination. Does that ruin right. part of the story? I don't know if it does for the kids, kind of like you said, but um, for adults, it kind of does. But, it does, yeah. As a storytelling device, I think it's difficult. Yeah. And then um, Jack Ryan Season 2 came out, fairly new, so I won't give any spoilers. Yeah, I haven't um, seen it yet. I wanted to start watching it this weekend. but Yeah, Nicole and I, we we watched it, I think, eight episodes. I think it took us two days, maybe three days. Oh, you already to get finished it? it? She was, oh, yeah. Nicole Nicole was definitely the uh, the, uh, propon- the propellant under that. Okay, Let do another one. Going. She was. She was like, do another one. <laughs> it's 12 um, o'clock. It was really interesting. But you know what? Mm-hmm. This season's episodes aren't as long. They're only about 40 minutes long. Oh, wow. While the others, I think, were, were pushing 55 to an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I think, if I remember that right. So it was a little bit shorter overall, but it was good. John, John Krasinski does a good job. Um, not a huge fan of the uh, Jim Greer character. Um, I don't know why he's... I don't, <laughs> why yeah, are you the way you are? Well, yeah, he's like, F you, F you, F you. I'm like, like well, well you can't be just be that way. Swear. Right? That's, how, that's what makes you tough is if you swear. I guess, I guess. I mean, it's a tough world out there. I mean, you're you're an agent. People are trying to kill you all the time. You know, you probably turn yeah, out that way but... too. I don't know if I would. But... Is it really but hard? He, was, he just seemed. Is it really hard to like watch Jim in anything, and like take him seriously, and not expect him to like look at the camera, and smile? Um, That's me, because I wasn't like I didn't watch The Office. So. I mean, even if you don't so, watch The Office, you probably watch The Office through internet memes. You probably got the whole gist of the in the entire show just through memes. Yeah, I mean, I've seen plenty of that, and I've seen episodes, but I don't think for me, uh, it doesn't. No, it, it doesn't do that for me. So no, I think he's. I think he's good. I think he's been in enough stuff since he's had enough projects in between to where he's kind of separated himself from. From um, Jim Halpert to uh, you know, I don't to, think so. Uh, I, I think he'll forever Jack be Jim. Ryan. And... Well, I think I mean you only watched you were like addicted to The Office last year, right? So, I mean that's more fresh <laughs> for you than it is for others. I think. I yeah. I think there's people that like are addicted to The Office year round, and like I mean it's like watching um, uh, Daniel Radcliffe and anything else. Like, nope, that's Harry Potter, right? Like Have you seen him in anything I mean, else? Yeah, I've seen him in a couple of other things. I, I mean, like, so there, there's a new show on Netflix that he is actually in, and there's, like, this little scene where he's, like, holds his arms up, and there's a bunch of butterflies running, flying around him, and you're like, nope, that's just, like, out of a Harry Potter show. He, like, still that's looks Harry exactly Potter. the same from Deathly Hollows 2. That's like, he'll, he'll always be that. Mind, Steven. I, don't, I don't think it's so, necessarily that. It's just, like, I mean, like, Krasinski has a face that's like, nope, that's just his face, right? Like he immortalized so his see, face. When you see Jason Alexander or Jerry Seinfeld, or you know, um, do I think of Seinfeld well, as Seinfeld? David Schwimmer. Yeah, not. Well, yeah, I think of Seinfeld as Seinfeld. But well, when you see like David Schwimmer, it's and, just his face, um, Jerry. Matt LeBlanc. Do you see? Do you see those characters? Yeah. So Swimmer is like he's Ross. Like even in um, um, Band of Brothers, that's Ross. Like I keep thinking that he's gonna yell at all those soldiers, and then he's gonna go see um, Rachel like later that night, right? Like he's just Ross in that show. I think you have a hard time, you know. Really, <laughs> once you uh, once you identify that person as a character, it seems like you can't 
move beyond that. So, so is is Sean Austin Scott? Is he um is he Rudy or is he no? Sam? So, so he actually he actually does a good job in all of his roles to where he's not like like I'll, I'll always remember him as like oh like he, your your one crowning role was Samwise Gamgee right? But I can see him like right. in Stranger Things or in Rudy like because Rudy really should have been his thing that everyone knew him from like he was the oh right. he was from Rudy but like him him as an actor like I can see him doing a bunch of different things just because I think he. Probably has a little bit more range. Like I don't know if like Swimmer more than more than Goonies. Yeah, see, I mean, in Goonies, he was like twelve, so it's a lot. You know, there's a pretty big age difference there. So I don't like like I mean, I I can watch Tom Cruise and like Tom Cruise will always be Tom Cruise, but I don't mind him in being a, being in a bunch of different roles, right? Like no, him as Ethan. Tom Cruise was, he's always Ethan Hunt. Every movie no, he's in, like even, even when Top it's Gun? not Mission Impossible, Top Gun. Yeah, that's Ethan. That's Ethan Hunt. <laughs> no, that was not Ethan Hunt. He yeah. was Maverick. So, like, he can he can do a bunch of different talk roles. Talk about movies on this show because we can <laughs> we can we can talk about movies. That's true. Well, I no, mean, we can't talk about. Movies. No, we can that's talk about problem. movies. I enjoy talking about oh, movies. Can't? Like that's the one thing We're like, all, like, we can do. Completely opposite. <laughs> I think that's, that's the true. point, though, have... right? I mean, oh, if we were all agreeing on things and being like, "No, Jim Halpert's face is." You know, it's different in all these shows. Like, I I liked him in Jack Ryan. I didn't like him in 13 Hours. 13 Hours, I kept thinking, he just, I don't know if, because 13 Hours is like one of the big things he was in after The Office, right? Or how, mu- how but, many other things was Jim Halpert in? But but for 13 Hours, the, the character wasn't the purpose of the movie. The story was the purpose of that movie. Right. So I, I think he was just the, yeah. So I think it was, I think it was, um, I don't know. For me, that was his, his that outlier. was his way of stepping away from the office character. Yeah. That was what he was starting to move away from the character so people could see him differently. In different, that's in a really different light. Why, I mean, that's really why I think he's ultimately is Jack Ryan right now, is because of that movie when he stepped away and be like, Okay, I can play this soldier the action character, hero. this action hero. I could be that. Yeah. And and, and I, I think, think he, he does did... a great job in Jack Ryan and and season two, I think it was great, and and it was super fun. Um, I don't know if it was as good as as season one, so you'll have to you'll have to go watch it and then let us know what you felt about yeah. it. It's on uh, Amazon Prime, so go check it out. I mean, he he's not like a super physical actor. I think he's like he's a super tall dude, but I mean, he's not. Well, well, and and have you are you aware of the latest rumors of of his what his role is going to be in the MCU? Um, is he going to be Mr. Fantastic? That's what everybody's leaning towards. So if if he's Mr. Fantastic, I think that would be I a good role like for him. Fantastic Four. You yeah. what, Devin? I just don't like the Fantastic Four. You, you know what? We can agree on that. Do you not like him because of the movies or because of the comics or just as him as like? I just don't like them in general. Mr. Stretchy Pants. And... <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you wear stretchy Sometimes pants. Sometimes you wear pants in your room. He's for flame, you know, like I'm the flame, or the, whatever the, the thing is. What's it? No, it's the thing. That's that's what it is. He's yeah, the, the thing. thing. That's what it yeah. Is. So I just, you know, I, they're like so the, it's... they're like B-rated, you know, characters. I mean, I they know. were like like in all honesty, they're like D team in the comics, right? Like they're yeah. Oh, it's like they're the funny slapstick. Hey, look at the funny hijinks that they can get into right now. But I think like, like in we the... need new comics. What can we make up? Right, yeah. something out of your trash pile. 
I mean, they just had a bag of letters, and they're like, Invisible Man, Invisible Woman, Stretchy Man, Stretchy Woman. I mean, that's what they were doing when they were picking out characters. But I think, like, in the current MCU, I think, you know, with the right director, of course, this is like, if they made a good movie, then it would be good. I think the Fantastic Four could work really well right now, especially with, you know, Tony Stark being gone, spoilers alert, from, from the MCU, like... Mr. Fantastic. You live on in my heart forever. Okay? It's there's, true, and he there's should. Kind of a, there's kind of a point, though, that when you have to reboot a movie multiple times... Four times no, I mean, look at, look at Spider-Man. Like, if they... Well, like, we have the best Spider-Man that we have now. Point. Okay. Let me finish my point. Please do. It's, it's either going to be really good, because Law of Averages says that if you do it enough times, you're finally going to find a formula that works. Or... Or you're just going to get worse and worse and worse. And you're going to get to the point where you're burnt out about it. And to your point, Steve, I don't know if Mr. Stretchy Pants and the thing or this Devin's point or the flaming torch or, you know, like, I don't know if those, if those powers, if those skill sets are something different enough to make those characters um, viable and legitimate in a world where we have wizards and the hulk professor hulk at this point and um you know people who can fly and and the things that all of these characters can do because then where do they live they're based in new york and who's in new york spider-man's in new york dr strange is in new york i I think what you could do is either you set them like hey this is the fantastic four but it's 1980s but you, but you're right. If you like put them in New York where Avengers Tower is, then that's kind of redundant. It's like, well, what do you do? Like, what do you fight? You know. But if you it, put them the in thing, a different like. time, you know, it, it could work. It could work. But that's the thing that I don't like is if is if they and go back and put them in a different time. Well, where were you during the battle? Of, where were you during the Battle of New York? Uh, where they, were you? Doing they do right? cosmic hijinks and stuff. I mean, they could be off planet. But I, but I, but I get your point. But at this point in the MCU, yeah. it's like, I mean, you guys haven't really failed yet. So you know what? If you want to try to bring back the Fantastic Four and make Doctor Stretchy Pants, like Devin calls him, you know, a thing, <laughs> like you know, I, I could see, I could see it working. I mean, like looking at the pictures of this dude, he's got super stretchy long arms anyway. Like he's like yeah. dragging his knuckles on on the ground. But um, yeah, it, it could be it could be interesting. Hopefully, they try something new because I would like to see something different in the MCU right now. Um, yeah. But I guess after you know when Disney Plus comes out next week and we see all that stuff, maybe maybe I'll have a different opinion on oh, it. Oh yeah, so. next week. So so speaking of Disney Plus, that's that's another segue. I actually um, registered today. Um, got into the Founders Circle, and so. When that does drop, we'll see what's on there. It'll be it'll be kind of fun. We'll see if I'm canceling Netflix or not. I, I mean, you could have both of them. There's nothing saying that nope. only one can, can only survive. One. You know, you can only have one. I mean, if you want to look at how other. much money Netflix is putting in versus Disney and Apple, it's like Netflix is play, playing to win, right? They put I think it was like I'd have to look at the numbers again. We talked about it a couple shoot like four or five episodes ago. When we talked about subscription services, I think it was yeah. maybe in the first or second episode, but they're putting in the amount of money is, you know, billions and billions of dollars. Disney's doing the same thing. They upped their ante. Obviously, they only initially were putting in like one billion and then they bought more shows and created more shows and put in like six billion. Yeah. I mean, so they're, they're all playing, you know, they all want that audience, but I don't know. I mean, Disney can only go so far and they can. 
I mean, it's six bucks, right? Six or seven dollars? Yeah, it's six dollars. It's a seven seven dollars a month, seventy for the year. So if yeah, you go so in a I mean, year, you're saving you're saving on two months. Yeah. So I mean, having that plus Netflix or that plus Hulu, if you like the stuff on Hulu, which, or Prime. Yeah, I mean, I have Prime because I order tons of stuff from Amazon, so that's never going to change. So right. I think that's where they have the the big thing of like, okay, well, we're we can always still have these subscribers because these people buy stuff from Amazon, so it's and they're going to just have Prime anyways for the free shipping, so. We're gonna always have ninety plus million people on our user, in yeah. our user base for Prime. But um, well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I mean, I, and how it I changes. Mean, I don't, I'm I don't, interested on how it changes and and what the numbers do after Disney Plus launches, and then when we get Apple Plus, and then we'll probably get Honda Plus out the there Apple, also. Like, so none of the Apple shows look uh, are enticing you at all. So like that that one with Jason Momoa like the I don't know what the crap it's called. It's called C. They're all blind. C. Yeah, that's what it's called. I'm like this is like the dumbest thing ever. It's like they're all <laughs> blind yet they all have this like super matching, you know, outfits and they all have this look and everything else. Like they wouldn't know how anything looks. They should all look like garbage because they don't know what it looks like and they shouldn't. <laughs> they should they all look like the mantis like. shrimp. Yeah, it's like why is why is this all matching? Why is it you know going together as an outfit? They would not know what that looks like so they would not have an outfit and hmm. so that like drives me crazy when it's like okay everybody's supposed to be blind yet they're all like i mean okay, blind people can still match their action. clothes how right. are they gonna know what how are they gonna know what it is i mean they there's i don't there's know i'm ways. not blind i'm sure blind people know how to your, match their clothes because that's yeah, all i'm saying i mean yeah but but I, anyway <laughs> but without anyway. someone to tell them what things look like I don't know, but but, well, I, but but again, we're talking about. I mean, there there are are stages of blindness. I mean, if they're, no, they're all blind, they can't see. Okay. Well, but but being blind doesn't mean you can't see. I know that I know that it sounds like it does, but there are people who are blind who have decent enough vision to be able to match their clothes. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Don't be so literal. One of Monica's friends is technically blind, but she still can see. But, exactly. So in a, in a future where humankind has lost the ability to see and is forced to interact in new ways, a set of twins with sight is born, challenging the status quo. Yeah, that sounds dumb. Um, it does sound dumb. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. Then, I don't why think is it twins. Twins are the It's always twins. Luke, Leia, Jan, and Jace. You know, Wonder Twins. And they have the one for all mankind, which is like Russia beat America to the moon. So then it's like, oh yeah, I saw that. They're doing the whole gender swap thing. Well, not really gender swap, but where they're like, okay, alternate the astronauts are all are now all females instead of male. Yeah, I, I like so, alternate history TV shows like Man in the High Castle. I really dig. Hey, I'm really quit, excited quit for that. Reading, reading my topics, I'm not man, reading ahead. I'm, I'm just saying I think alternate history stuff is really interesting because then you can play with. You know what? There's probably like points in art history to where like, what if this person was elected? Or what if this person who invented, you know, the car, you know, didn't invent the car? What if someone else invented it? I think those are kind of fun exercises to do and just kind of think of, you know, what would life be like if this thing changed? So I like stuff so like that. So you mentioned that. You mentioned that. And I've got two shows on, on my list that we were going to talk about. So the first one is Man in the High Castle. The third, not third, fourth, fourth, fourth um, season. final season is, yep, is coming out. I believe on the 15th. So that's coming up. So Nicole and I have started to rewatch that. I have seen them all. Nicole hasn't. 
we watched the first one and she had kind of a hard time getting into it. Um, and I started watching again from season one and I got kind of bored because all of the suspense was gone huh, because I'm like, weird. Oh yeah, that, that guy lives, that guy dies. And I knew that beforehand. So it was, I was, it was kind of boring. Um, which, which is not indicative of what I really think about the show. Cause I think it's a great show and I really enjoy it. And I'm really excited for the next season to come out. And the other alternate history show um, is an HBO show called Watchmen. Um, not sure what I think about this one yet. It's the, the episodes are shows that are kind of like extraordinarily um, grotesque and maybe hit on some, some themes in a, in a very matter of fact way. I don't know if, how, what I feel about. Um, so it's, it's kind of hard for me to, to get into this one. And I think Steve, I think you've watched Watchmen. Yeah. I've, I've watched all the, the, the episodes that have come out and I really, really like it. I thought, I think it's a really well made show. And I think there's a lot of really cool actors in it. I like the characters, like the world building in this show is like my jam. It's like, here you go, figure it out. If you don't, oh well, but we're all, we're along for the ride. It doesn't stop to tell you like, all right, now look over here. We do this because of this thing. And we do this because of this. And remember that time where there was that battle where this person died? Now we have this. It's just like, oh, look, it's raining squids. See you later. You know, it doesn't give you like any answers. And I like that because well, it's like, but, all right, you're smart. And, and it does, it but does it's like. It does throughout the show. You're right. Like, throughout the whole succession, we'll find out, you know, within the season, everything will get all tied up. So, right. I, I but, but I like it because the show's smart enough to be like, all right, listener viewer, we trust you that you're smart enough that you'll figure this out and you'll catch up. We don't have to waste time on a bunch of this other stuff, right? Follow along. Let's go. Here we go. And I really like it so far. I'm really enjoying it. Like third episode is pretty interesting. Um, but I, I actually enjoy the show a lot so far. Yeah. So do you guys have HBO through cable or do you subscribe to their HBO now? Um, subscribe through HBO now. How much does that cost? And, and yes. I think it's uh, five, 15, 15 bucks a month. What was the add-on through Amazon? Because I have it through Amazon. I just added it through uh, my Amazon Prime subscription. Oh, you don't have it through your Comcast? No, I don't even have, I don't have like TV. He doesn't have cable whatsoever. Yeah. Oh, I thought you guys did. So Mike is paying fifteen dollars just for HBO, and you're no. paying five. No. Quit. No. Quit saying numbers. Don't, don't put words Jerk. in my mouth. Don't put. Don't take money out of my wallet. When I said how much does it cost, you're the one that said fifteen. You have it added on through Amazon. Yeah. Right. Yes. There's all all kinds of those movie channels you can add on through your Amazon Prime. Um, and it's only five bucks. I'm pretty sure. Like I don't, I, I don't even I, I don't even know where I would like look at this. Let me see if I can go find like my subscriptions or whatever. But that's my whole thing is my point is is like okay, well is that HBO the $5 is that or whatever the price is for that subscription is that going to be worth the same amount like for versus Netflix? Versus I'm looking for it right Disney. now. So it's it's $15. So so here's my That's thing. That's what I thought. Like as soon as as soon as one of these subscriptions like if I'm done with the Watchmen, like I don't have anything else to watch on HBO once Watchmen is done, right? So then I can be like, "All right, wait, HBO Cancel does subs- I thought you watched uh, Game of Thrones and 
Yeah, so I watched all that, but that's all over. Like, HBO actually has a surprising amount of children's um, TV and movies on it. Um, But I haven't really used that because, like, I'm scared to, like, say, here you go. Like, look at the HBO stuff and find out what you want to watch, right? (laughs) So I haven't done that. So, But as soon as, like, any of these subscriptions become, like, hey, I'm not using this anymore, you just cancel it, right? And then if a show comes back for that month, then you resubscribe. It's, like, not a big deal to, like, cancel these things and then just go back to them. Because you don't lose anything. It's not like, hey, if you're not subscribed for this for this month, you know. you know, And th- and this would be the sucky thing if it did start happening. It's like, you have to be subscribed on this month or you'll never be able to watch this episode of The Mandalorian again, right? If they did something like that, I think people would, you know. Don't give them the idea, Steven. I, I know, yeah, it's true. Job. It's like, that. that is a terrible thing to throw out into the universe and be picked up on. But you can just cancel it. And then when the show comes back... You know, jump back on it. I mean, that's what most people are doing when they want to watch the new Star Trek stuff on CBS All Access. Like, I'm not going to go pay, you know, to watch a Star Trek show because Star Trek just isn't my jam. But, you know, they yes, like... I have CBS All Access. And but you, probably watch, but you probably watch a lot of stuff on CBS. I do. I watch a lot of stuff on CBS. Right. <laughs> so, like, if, and if it gets to the point where it's like, okay, this isn't worth it anymore, you cancel it. If a show comes back in six months, you resubscribe. I mean, it's there's like no... You know, there's nothing bad about unsubscribing to a service. It's not like you can't ever go back, right? So when we say, hey, yeah. if you're going to cancel Netflix, it's like, well, you just go back when a new cool thing comes on Netflix. Otherwise, like, they're not going to upcharge you because you're coming back, right? Yeah. I mean, I watch Netflix. We So for me, like, it's like 8 bucks or 10 bucks, whatever it is right now for Netflix. And we, I mean, my kids watch it. I watch it. My wife watches it. I mean, it, it's I still know. it's still cheaper than you know what you're paying for a cable subscription. Like even if you yeah, do have, have yeah, but that's weird that you do because that doesn't make any sense. Because if I if I have Netflix, HBO, um, what else do I have? And then I'll get Disney Plus. You know, if those are the three subscriptions I have, it's still cheaper than paying for cable. So yeah, I mean, well, mine mine comes in the package thing because I have the high speed internet, you know, and the cable because. I like to watch, you know, like History Channel, um, you know, Food Network, all that stuff, which I don't want to pay a different price for each one of those to add them on. Right. Because you can put all those on your thing, so it's like, well, we might as well just have cable by that time. And so, plus I like to watch, you know, Hallmark movies and crap like that because I'm weird. What did you just say? I said I like to watch all <laughs> Hallmark movies. Excuse me. Please don't ever say that again. <laughs> don't ever admit I, to that. I enjoy their Christmas, you know, movies, romantic comedies. Um, you know, I like happy movies, all right? Yeah, you're weird like that. Yeah, you I, are. I don't like dark things, all right? There's enough darkness in this world. I don't need to. That is true. That is true. Understandable. So. The last, well, the last what couple I was going to things... talk about for Call of Duty, but I forgot. <laughs> oh, it's okay, because I've got a couple more things, and then we're kind of getting near the end of... No, I think we're done with your segment, right? So no, we're not. I have one more thing to talk about. <laughs> Fine, I won't talk about it. Just Never talk mind. about it. It doesn't have yeah, to do with the office. Do it. Do it. Do it. I'll talk about, about it for you. Yeah. I'm going to be Mike, and I'll talk about Mike's list. This is Mike here. I'm listening to a podcast. I don't normally listen to podcasts, but I finally picked up a podcast. It's called Office Ladies because I like the ladies in the office. And it talks about uh, it's an actual Office, the TV show podcast, and it's fun. And it's got some cool insights. It has to do with uh, Pam and that other lady, Angela, that's her name. 
Angela. They talk about being on The Office, and it's really cool, and I like it. Um, all right, Devin, next. Oh, Steven, you're so funny. You've got That's it all. Good mic. Don't you? That was pretty That's good a mic, pretty wasn't good it? mic. Yeah, that was when you're sick, though. Like when you have phlegm. Yeah. Uh, when you're suffering from allergies. Yep. That's like all the time. I hate it. Anyway, so that's so that's me. That's all my stuff, and that's all that. I mean, the only other thing I really want to talk about was Microsoft's big event coming up next week, XO19. You know, so that's supposed to be their biggest event for the year, supposedly, is what they said. So um, it's like a two or three day event. November 14th through the 16th, they have all kinds of stuff, but they're doing a, a big show for us. Unfortunately, it's like at noon on the 14th. So, because <laughs> it's over in it's in England now, yeah. it's in London. Yeah, this year it's in London. Last year they had it in Mexico. Yep, London, England. London is in England. It's That's true. true. I just, I mean, there's other places in England that aren't London, though. There's like Wales. But, uh, I don't know if that's in. So there's a lot of people hoping to hear more about their next gen console. Maybe also they're not going to say anything there. Ah, they might show off some things. You never know. Um, there are also rumors to be announcing two more studio acquisitions. Um, they're showing off more first-party content, which, you know, more more games, which we play on PC, so which is fine because it's going to come to Game Pass on PC, which is great. Um, I mean, there's a lot of big things happening. And really, I was just kind of thinking about, like, what, what other games are coming next that we're excited for? And I... I didn't couldn't come up with an answer. Um, nice. Um, so cyberpunk next year. Cyberpunk comes out next year. Yeah, cyberpunk. But that's mm. that's your like dark, dingy, dirty world that you know you don't want to be. I know that you're living I'm just in. Going to have a hard time playing that game. <laughs> so that so that comes out. Huh. I guess uh, Last of Us comes out next year. Um, but I mean, is that a game that you're going to play? I mean, no, I'm, I'm not going to play Last of Us. I'm not. No, um, I'll probably pick up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's coming out. You know what's coming out? Hopefully, Anthem 2.0 comes out next year. Um, yeah. But I mean, I, that's what I was just trying to think. Halo. About. Like, what What do we have to be excited for? Halo Infinite, right? That comes out. I was just trying to think of what's coming out before next summer. You know, next six months. Is there a game that excites you and that you know has your attention? And I'm just like, I couldn't really think of much. There's a I mean, maybe that's. I'm just so consumed with the games that I'm playing right now that I haven't even looked. I mean, I know they announced a ton of stuff at E3. Um, I mean, they got XO19 and they got the Game Awards in December to kind of remind us of what's coming out. The Game Awards is going to be Jeff Keighley talking about Death Stranding. So that's all that's going to be. Hopefully we don't have to see anything for Death Stranding there. No, you will. Um, but they'll probably show off PC stuff. Here's what looks like a PC. Blah, blah, blah. Um this is my boyfriend, Hideoka. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's okay, everyone. So, <laughs> Jedi Fallen weird. Order comes out pretty soon, right? So, we're gonna have Jedi yeah, that Fallen comes Order out next week. Um, which I'm getting with the Origin Access premiere. So, yeah. So, I'm trying to look through the list to see like of things that like really. I don't. No, I don't think I have anything that like I'm really looking forward to. Like for me, I'm just like I have a lot of stuff. Like Steve and I were playing Divinity Original Sin two, and that's going to take us like four months, um, probably. If we keep dying like that, hours a week. 
because <laughs> um, we play from 4.30 to 5.30 in the morning. Uh, we're trying to do Monday through Thursdays. I couldn't play today, unfortunately. Um, and we're having actually, a lot I mean, of fun. The I mean, last it's... two days we played, we actually had some progress. And we had, you know, it was like, oh, we actually accomplished something. You know? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's I want to keep playing that. I'm playing Red Dead Redemption, playing Call of Duty, playing Anthem. Um, you know, I'm just like... There's a lot of stuff to play that are a lot of time-consuming games that, you know, so I'm just like, well, I don't really have time to think about other games. <laughs> but I understand. It's fun to talk about games. And there's Diablo, which has a, a big portion of my mind, but I'm like, oh, that's so far away. Yeah, so, I mean, you could either play Diablo 3 or go back and play Diablo 2. Otherwise, that thing's not going to come out for a long time. But thinking of if, if Microsoft is going to announce two new studio acquisitions, so Phil Spencer was over at Blizzard Entertainment. I don't think they can buy Blizzard, but maybe they, maybe Blizzard <laughs> wants to be bought out from Activision, so maybe there's an option. Um, but like who, who, does, who would Microsoft pick up at this point? I'm, I'm guessing they're picking up a Japanese studio. And another yeah. studio from Phil was in Japan a really long time. Um, hmm. That'll be interesting. That's my to guess, see. Is another European studio and a, and one from Japan. What if they buy Bungie again? I don't think they want to buy Bungie. Um, I don't know. Like D- Destiny is pretty popular. Like it's been pretty popular for popular. a lot of years. They also have a good relationship with them now because they're not stuck behind you know Activision and being ham-fisted into PlayStation, uh, talking about that. I can only use a PlayStation on stream. I can only do this and that. And, you know, so. Yeah, it would be interesting. I mean, they already have like a $100 million loan from NetEase, a Chinese company, to make another video game. And We should yell at Bungie for their. Yeah. Anyway. If there's nothing else, I think this has been episode nine of the Shut Up and Respawn podcast where we got, I mean, maybe we should just argue about movies the entire time. I mean, I have a, I have a lot of fun arguing about there's movies. So. Talk about. so There's a lot of other things to talk about. That's why we do this show because there's a lot of other things to talk about. So until there's next time, to talk about. and until Michael makes the bumper for the next show, here's our same bumper for the intro.